this guitar. This is a nice guitar. I got it for Christmas. You play the guitar too? Barely. It's okay, I have my dad's guitar. I barely play it. I played for two years in middle school, and then I did sports, and then I started picking it back up because I have extra time, and I feel like playing some songs. Because the problem was, like, when I took lessons, there would always be songs that I was like, I don't know the song, I don't really care about the song. And I was like, well... Here's a song that I like that has a really good guitar part to it that I'm like, I would love to learn. Yeah. But, yeah. I have started recording Daniel. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. You're in Daniel's playable part. Wait, why did you tell me this? <laughs> you can cut it. I just, like, if I sit down and play the guitar these days, all I do is play the blues. This is Nashville. You didn't know how far you talk, did you? Every Tuesday and Sunday. I know very little about what you do in your free time other than uh, take care of your kids, apparently. Yep, that's all I do. <laughs> I mean, how long did it take you to get her to sleep? Uh, she got out of the bath at like 7.45, and then we went into her room, and this is the one and a half year old. She didn't get out of the bath by herself. Uh, 7.45, we went into a room, uh, we read three books, and, um, and when I say three books, I mean, like, five-page books that have, like, ten yeah. words on each page, <laughs> um, and, uh, let's see, then, then, like, after the third book, I just said, like, okay, that's the last one, and she always just, she'll just put her head on my shoulder, and go to sleep. That's precious. And then she start like after like a minute or two, she'll reach for her uh, her crib, and I usually just lay her down and sing like maybe two two verses of uh, Amazing Grace. Could you sing for us right now? <clears throat> no. <laughs> Amazing Grace. <laughs> no. Uh, and then she's out. And tonight, so like. The trick that I have is keep your hand on her back so she knows you're there. And then slowly, you have to like... One finger at a time. Yeah, you have to like slowly <laughs> like start to re- like yeah. relieve the pressure. Mm-hmm. Relieve the pressure? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until you like get to one point where you're like, I got to go for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're off. I mean, as soon as I was off tonight, <laughs> she was like... Uh, and she reached for me and I'm like okay so I picked her back up on my shoulder she went right back to sleep waited a couple minutes laid her back down and we did that about 30 times yeah I love when you just let her cry and walk out well uh, we, we do, we've done that we do that um, she was just like so close to going to sleep I was just I what I didn't want to do was leave, was be like, peace, Taylor. Yeah. She's up there screaming. <laughs> See you in a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. yeah, I didn't want to do that. That's the transition <laughs> to start the show. So, uh, <laughs> to start the dear show. listeners, um, hanging in the hangar. Uh, we are right now not hanging in the hangar. We are once again at my apartment. With Daniel Meek has finally made it. What's up, beautiful people? <laughs> and we've got Aaron Bodinet here, hanging out at 
my place on Air Lane. So meant to be. It was uh th- this show is like a long time coming. Oh gosh. Yeah. Long time in the making. Damn. We have high maintenance Aaron who's like <laughs> can't stay up past nine o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> I need my sleep. I really, really need my sleep, you know? It's like long days at work. That's the sound of a nice seven dis- up disgruntled parent. <laughs> what you got? So since we're not on church property, I'm drinking. Um, we do not. I want to clarify. I want to clarify. We are not on church property. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Monday night brewing. Ooh. It's blind pirate. It's a blood orange IPA. Sounds good. I feel like I've had that the one time I was there. It's okay. Um, it's just uh, they have singles of this in the grocery store. So there we go. <laughs> Not so you can sponsored. really feel like an alcoholic when you just buy one beer oh. at the grocery store on a Thursday night? I mean, we went to, uh, where was it? We were just over in East somewhere, me, Paulson, Josh, and Carolina, who, uh, two of which have been on this podcast. One has refused to come on the podcast. Oh, that's the lawyer in him knowing whatever yeah. he says could be held against him in yeah. a court of law. Uh, fair. But uh, we were at a gas station just grabbing some drinks so we could just head back to his place. Um, and... We all were just like in disagreement of what we wanted left with our individual can of very specific things yeah. that none of us want. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to decide what are we going to grab, and we just grabbed some cider because it's easy and most people will drink it. It's so. hilarious. So this is this is um, what is this? This is sixteen ounces, and it was like this for uh, two ninety nine, or there was like this. I mean, twenty-four ounce big boy of like uh, like Voodoo Ranger or something like that. It was yeah. it's an IPA. I'm an IPA guy, so I'm like, there's two options of one beer IPAs. Yeah, and I didn't want twenty-four ounces because then you really look desperate. <laughs> <laughs> so I went with this guy. Plus, do you guys know Seth Iverson? No, okay. heard the name. So he was coming to Young Adults before y'all okay. arrived. Um, but he also taught, uh, or, or was a volunteer youth, um, intern? no, like, like he led the D group somewhere. Oh, so he's just yeah. a youth volunteer mm-hmm. and, uh, good friend, his brother co-founded Monday, Monday night brewing wow. in, in Atlanta. They started it as a weekly Bible study in their garage, just cool. brewing beer with like his small men's small group. That safe to do in your house, in your garage? Yeah. Yeah, you you can do it. It's just uh, you have to have the right like grains, okay. and uh, I mean, I, there's a lot of people that do home brews. Yeah, in college, I, I had some friends who one of their housemates, unbeknownst to them, was uh, making moonshine in the. Cold. That's not safe, and yeah. that's illegal. Yes. Yeah. yeah but they it very much uh, did not turn out well. Yeah, that's not safe. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, um, what was the Breaking Bad show? Oh. What was he making? <laughs> Math. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> that's, not a different to, that's not safe to make in your home either, kids. Also, I have like dirt on my knee. I was outside gardening this evening for like three hours. Your um, raspberries doing okay? <laughs> raspberries are, are awesome. They're coming <laughs> you listen in. listen to the podcast? <laughs> yep. Wow, the, the first. The raspberries <laughs> are great. Uh, so I do this thing with, with strawberries where... There's two different kinds of varieties of strawberries. There's June bearing, which can you guess which month 
you get strawberries in yeah, June. April. Oh. It, it, yeah, close, <laughs> close. Um, and then there's ever bearing, which you'll get like three harvests throughout the growing season. You can harvest, they'll grow back. Pro tip that I learned, this is my third year, um, just random YouTube video. If you snip off all the flowers, which eventually become strawberries, so ours are ever bearing, so we'll get a couple of harvests. If you snip off every flower until about June, mid-June, um, what that does is it lets the plant's energy go towards like leaves and growing bigger and fuller, and you'll get tons of more strawberries, and it'll be like sweeter and juicier because yeah. they've had a lot more energy on like sustaining themselves. So, yeah. yeah. Shunting the nutrients. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a biochemist like Kyle Lira, but I mean, sounds right. Yeah. Anytime I hear someone say, I do this thing yeah. with something, my mind goes, it's either going to sound really cool or yeah. really weird. <laughs> and I'm glad it sounded cool. So we also planted uh, three varieties of tomatoes today and two varieties of cucumbers, squash, zucchini, and three varieties of peppers. Never going to have to go to the grocery Amazing. store again? Yeah, there will be like two months where we don't have to go to the grocery store to get vegetables that we don't eat. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Oh, man. Why don't we jump into our first topic here? We have Erin as our guest, Erin Baudinet. Yeah, who is this person? Most of you probably know her and have met her. She seems to get around with the different groups of friends. Just I'm glad you finished that. Sentence. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She gets. I know she, a lot of people. She knows a lot of people. She meets a lot of people, <laughs> makes a lot of friends. Thank you. Uh, everyone seems to know her, even people who I've never met. I'm like, <laughs> Y'all know Erin. Yeah, and uh, she gets you. around. Okay. To a lot of different friend groups. Oh Every table, she switches each week. She's like, "Where am I going to sit next?" No, legit, Erin. You do one of the best jobs of of anyone at Young Adults. No offense if any of the other ten <laughs> listeners are young adults, but. Yeah. Um, you do a great job of being intentional about, oh, there's a new person. I'm going to go and get them to our table. Like, bring them to our table, introduce them, you and Tiffany. There's there's others, too, but Paulson. you do a, you do a great job. Paulson, does he do that? <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Uh, probably not. Disa does a good job of that. Aaron and Tiffany do a good job of that. There's, there's Step up, man. There's a lot of people that do that. I, I don't want to, like, I, I'm not going <laughs> to name everybody that does it. Aaron, you do a great job. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. It's a great place. Met, made some really close friends through young adults, so yeah, definitely a blessing. We have two of them right here. Two of them right here. Two of the closest. I mean, we honestly. hang out here once a week. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I will put on my sweatpants at nine o'clock at night to drive across town to make sure that you don't get <laughs> beat up by a weird guy that <laughs> rear-ended you. That's true. Thank you. Appreciate that. This has yeah. happened. Yes. Recently. Yeah. Is this a story that's fit for the podcast? Will you, will you tell the story? It could, it's like it's, a short story. Yeah, it's not that exciting. Essentially, I was driving, you know, mm-hmm. as one does. Came to a complete stop slowly but surely. Was listening to an audiobook called The Egypt Game. Read it in elementary school. Was reliving my roots. Anyway, come to a complete stop behind the bus, which was stopped in the middle of the road, oddly enough. Like, didn't even pull over when he should have. And then um, a few seconds later, just get completely slammed into by a man. He was very kind. Um... But, yeah, it was getting dark. Tiffany rescued me. She came out to hang out with me so I wasn't stranded with a stranger for a few hours while we waited for the police to come. Super nice guy, but just decided it might be it might be a good idea to have a, a man there who could 
help if something yeah. bad happened. He was saying some this weird was, things. He was saying some odd things, yeah. Pro- Not, probably just nervous, maybe? Yeah, he was definitely nervous. Had some other stuff going on in his life that I think was just, you know, compounded on getting in a car accident. Yeah. Um, and so... I was like, I'm feeling kind of unsafe. I called some of my guy friends. They weren't able to come. I was like, you know what? Daniel's always there for me. So I called Daniel, and he was like, I'm putting the kids to bed. <laughs> he was like, I'll be there. And then yeah. I actually didn't need Daniel to come. We just taped up the car, checked the taillights, drove home. How is that tape holding up? The tape held up. Okay. I actually just got a rental car on Tuesday. Okay. Thank you, Enterprise. Mm, yep. And here I am driving my rental, and it's great. It's got a sunroof. Ooh. I'm content. Congratulations. Thank you. Love to hear it. By the way, uh, the Egypt game, uh, Zilpha Keatley Snyder. Mm. Zilpha Keatley It's got Snyder. some dark thematic elements. I'm a little shocked that I read this in elementary school as I'm, mm. as I'm, lis- as I'm listening to this audiobook. What is a brief summary of the plot? Yeah, brief summary. Essentially, these kids who live in uh, California somewhere um invent this game called they call the egypt game and they go into this like person's backyard of a warehouse type area where it's just like the shack that they found and they like find all these objects and start like it's kind of mm, as christian i'm like oh okay but like these 12 year old kids are basically like inventing these egyptian gods that they make all these rituals to Mm. and they like chant to and stuff but it's like all about their imagination um, but there's, like, sketchy things that happen. Like, one kid gets goes missing and I think is killed. Not one of the children in the story, but they hear about it. Anyway, mm-hmm. so, like, some dark stuff happens. Okay. And, like, there might be some connection to the Egypt game. I haven't finished it. And I got in a crash, so it's like, yeah. oh, pause. <laughs> but I actually stopped listening because I was like, this is getting really dark. But I'll probably finish it. I'm sure there's a good ending. So you read it as a kid, you just don't remember? Yeah, like, I like, read it so long ago, I don't even remember. came out in 2008. You were, you were a kid <laughs> I was in eight 2008. Years old. Okay. I was, oh, uh, must have really read it when it was fresh. I was yeah. 22. <laughs> 22. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I was eight. Also, your synopsis was completely accurate because I'm reading the summary on Audible right now. Oh, thank you. Great job. Thank you. Sounds very Jumanji meets it. Oh, haven't seen wow. it, but. Kind of a scary cat. Yeah. You don't need to. No. Okay, clowns aren't really my thing. It was terrifying. Are they anyone's thing? That, yeah, whose thing are they? Why Why were they a thing? Like, Remember I don't... when they were like popping out on the streets mm-hmm. with knives? That yeah. was a weird yeah. era. But like, who said, hey, my kid would really love a man in full face paint to come and make balloons and like... Yeah. What's Do the origin humor, of clowns? I guess. Creepy laughs. Yeah. Like, who wants that? A what fully kid? grown adult male. Yeah, exactly. Like massive shoes. I can kind of understand doing it at a circus where, like, you can have more of a spectacle yeah. with, like, the car and all the dangerous stunts. Yeah. But, like, I don't think we'd want to get close up to that. Do you guys know um, Nate Bargatze? Comedian? Them, yeah. How is that show? You mentioned him the other week. Yeah, so me and Taylor went to his show. He's like blown up in the last couple of years. So yeah. sold out Bridgestone Arena. Oh wow! Apparently, largest crowd that's ever been in Bridgestone. Because, what? I mean, the the stage is like fifteen <laughs> foot by fifteen foot, and, and like so they sold as many seats as they could wow. right up to the stage. Um, he's a local Nashville guy, so it was packed. Mm. Um, but he has a stand up, or maybe maybe it's an album, but what? I think it's one of his stand-ups. It's called, um, maybe it's Netflix special, it's called Full-Time Magic. Mm. He tells a story about how his dad was a clown. What? 
at one point he has a vivid uh, uh, memory of like his dad pulling up maybe to his birthday party um, with the Easter Bunny, like oh like, a, like a man yeah. dressed as the Easter Bunny in his, <laughs> yeah. in his passenger seat, and they had just gotten done doing like a comedy routine, like a clown and an Easter Bunny. Yeah. And then he, his joke is like that his dad eventually graduated to full-time magic. That's funny. And oh. so, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. There's pretty pretty cool little bit. I keep hearing about Nick. I need to watch some of his stuff. Nate. 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 It is 100% like if you have kids – if you're married, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna. I'm neither of those things, but, but it's also. I think it would be funny. <laughs> he has a very like dry, yes. slow kind of delivery. Mm, I love that. He, he will never. He's like stone faced the whole time, which is really good. He's not physical. Yeah. He's not. He doesn't yell. He doesn't move. Uh, he. he <laughs> his mouth moves. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Does he walk the stage? He walks the stage, oh, yeah. but his eyes, like he has kind of just like an Eeyore kind of look to him. Yeah. I know a guy um, like that. It's it's great. It's I'm great. excited. I need to watch. Also, the way that he phrases things, like if I was to say, like, I ate pancakes for breakfast, he would say it in a way that that was hilarious. <laughs> I want you know? to watch. Uh, yeah, it's it's great. Hmm. I'll turn on one of these days. Yeah. So, Aaron, you're from uh, California, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Different country, Good just day, like day. Egypt. <laughs> yeah, Central Valley. Mm-hmm. It's a great, great place. Lots of agriculture. Some beauty. What is the Central Valley? That's like Fresno? Yeah, that's close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fresno. I and the Fresno surrounding idea. areas. No. Yeah, that's okay. good. Okay. Yeah, no, Fresno, gateway to the Sierras, I believe they call Clovis, where I'm from. Hmm. Not too far from Yosemite, which is nice. But it's a beautiful, beautiful area surrounding the valley. Why did you leave? Why did I leave? Great question. Um, I heard about Covenant College all the way out in Georgia. Thought it would be a great place to go, and I went. Best best decision of my life, can confidently say. Really? Yeah, I did not want to go to a private Christian college at all. I just was like, I feel like those people are kind of fake, and they don't really love Jesus. Boy, was I wrong. I mean, that might be the case at some places, but at Covenant, there's a lot of really genuine, awesome people. Um, mm-hmm. And the Lord just worked in my life to free me some anxiety that I had, and I met a lot of great people, and it's a beautiful, beautiful place, like, right outside Chattanooga. I just had a lot of fun. Mm. It was great. Super hard, but... Is that where Bonnie went? Yeah, that is. Did Bonnie went there. Did y'all ever cross paths? She was really familiar when I came to Weston the first time, and then when she said she went to Covenant, I was like, oh, but we definitely didn't know each other. She was a senior okay. when I was a freshman. Okay. Uh, didn't okay. live in the same building. She, um, I think, played basketball, right? Yeah. So I wasn't... She you weren't going to too many basketball games? Actually, I did go to a lot of the guys' basketball okay. games, just not so many women's sports. Sorry, women. I was listening to uh, a pastor this morning. Um, we were going to do a, a series on Ecclesiastes during the summer, and I was listening to him. He like taught this lecture on how to teach Ecclesiastes, like mm-hmm. what to think about, all that kind of stuff. His name's Harry Reader, okay. and he went to Covenant. Really? Yeah, and he was he's a, he's a pastor in Birmingham. Awesome. Um, and he was saying that he felt like he went to Covenant in its heyday, like late seventies, early eighties, or something heyday? like that. What does that mean? <laughs> like when it was like at its peak or at its most popular. That's why. Oh yeah, we're just it's definitely not at its most popular right now. Just so in terms you and of Bonnie are the only people I I've ever met that have gone to Covenant, and I did not know that Covenant existed until Bonnie told me oh, she went there. Same. That's like, fair. We went last year on a camping trip, and Bonnie took us up there on a hike. 
and it was cool to see. Like, it was a really, really beautiful campus. Um, it's but, super small, less than a thousand students enrolled. Yeah, but it would be. It's not yeah. like that uncommon that you wouldn't have heard of it. Like, you're from Virginia. I grew I'm up from in, Connecticut. <laughs> but I went, went to, to school Virginia. Virginia. Yes. Yeah. So like, sorry. From Connecticut, went to Virginia. I grew up two hours from there, and like, it's like. We went to Chattanooga all the time. But you also weren't, were you, you didn't grow up in the Presbyterian denomination though, did you? No. It's Presbyterian, so I think maybe more of the Presbyterian circles have heard of it. Mm, yeah, I didn't um, become a Christian until I joined the Presbyterian church, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. So you really wouldn't have had a reason to right, have yeah. heard of it. But I get that, like I had never heard of it um, in California, obviously, but I'm glad someone introduced it to me. So how did you end up in Nashville? Is it like common for people from Covenant to, like, come to Nashville? or No, I wouldn't say so. I'd say a, a good amount of people stay in Chattanooga after. Okay. But, um, so, Tiffany, you might have you might have heard of her if you uh, are listening to this from West End. She's a, a good friend of mine. We were next-door neighbors growing up in California. Our parents still are next-door neighbors. So when we go home around Christmas, we're like, oh, hey. <laughs> um, but she moved here um, after college to get her master's. And then when I graduated college, she was like, you should come to Nashville and I am in some gap years before med school hopefully Mm -hmm. and um so I applied to Vandy and got a great job and that's what I've been doing for the past 11 months and really enjoyed it so I love Nashville what um you kind of spoke to it a little bit but what is like the transition like going from high school California Mm -hmm. were you in a Christian school in Mm -hmm. California just public school California charter but yeah okay coming to Presbyterian College in the South. Yeah. Like, what's the transition like? I'd say there's a lot of nominal Christians in California, so it wasn't super, like, shocking in terms of, like, the South being the Bible Belt. I mean, it is to some degree, but I think the biggest transition was, well, I mean, I grew up with terrible separation anxiety, so I had to get over that when I moved to college, so that was, like, super traumatizing, Mm. but, like, the Lord gave me peace, so that was a miracle. But it was just, like, the first time that I was surrounded by other Christians my age. Um, I was one of the only, like, very outspoken Christians in my high school, and my church didn't have very many people my age that were believers. So I had kind of, you know, grown up in the faith, very, like, doctrinally educated and stuff, but didn't have, like, these deep roots with people to hold me accountable and, like, just love me and love Christ alongside me. And so that was probably, like, one of the biggest transitions was, like, whoa, I have all these people around me who love Jesus. Mm -hmm. And also are my friends and we just like get to do life together and that was fun too like in high school I was very much like a okay go to school come back do my homework go to sleep repeat like didn't really hang out with friends I'd say a ton so it was cool to get to go to college and be like oh I'm surrounded by friends and it took me a few years to get into the like oh wait we can like go do fun things on the weekend I don't need to be scared to go downtown you know so like (laughs) I definitely grew into that but by my senior year I was down playing at the park going swimming in the river like just really enjoying the city and like enjoying freedom and being an individual and just getting to like have the freedom to live your life. Mm. And then the transition to Nashville, I think was really good. I mean, I've heard for a lot of, especially females, it's the first year out of college is really tough. Just finding community, you know, you've lived with some of your best friends for a few years at that point. And so I was a little nervous about the anxiety flaring up again, but I knew that I wanted to come to West End Young Adults. My mom had been listening to Paige Brown for a while. Mm. And so she was like, you should try her church. And so I did immediately loved young adults already started like Kayla you know took me to lunch Jenna 
and I went on a walk in the cave. It was just like all set, like people were being intentional, which was really helpful. And then I just like put myself out there, went to Jordan Whitson was like, Oh, we play volleyball in Franklin on Wednesdays. I didn't know who Jordan Whitson was. But I was like, <laughs> I love volleyball. So I'm going, mm-hmm. I got Tiffany and I was like, Tiffany, I'm so scared to talk to these people. I've never met any of them. So I hear like the weather in California. Mm. Now is that mm. different? <laughs> so like, I know if you're like LA coast, right. whatever you don't you don't get rain and it's like seventy to eighty. It's degrees like nice. It's you don't have AC or heater. Right. Yeah. You don't need right. anything. No, Fresno is not like that. Okay, I was gonna ask. Fresno um, is horrible. It gets like 115 degrees in the summer and it's Whoa. a super dry heat. Mm. So my mom will talk about how she goes outside and she just feels like her skin is cracking and she's like, wow. "This is horrible." Mm. Which I mean, I since I grew up there, that was like kind of all I knew. And I honestly prefer it to the humidity of the South. I think Nashville's not too bad in terms yeah. of summers. Like, I don't know. And, like, it, at Covenant in Georgia, like, we were high enough on the mountain and I wasn't there during the summer. Yeah. But definitely it's been a change in terms of, like, wait, there's hurricanes here? Like, that's, I mean, uh, tornadoes? Like, that's mm-hmm. terrifying. I don't know what to do. Like, would I sleep through an alarm? Like, like what would happen? Like, we don't get that kind of stuff in the Central Valley. We just have fires. Um, yeah. Which, you don't get, like, earthquakes. Not in the Central Valley. I mean, you might feel a little bit of a tremor from something that happened in Southern California or Northern California, but we mostly just get um, fires because we were in such a bad drought for a while, which Mm. we're finally getting some rain. Yeah. Now we just need to build some reservoirs. Yeah, I'll say being in Nashville, um, humidity, not near like where I grew up in Alabama. What part of Alabama are you from? Well, it's North Alabama. It's only like two hours from here, but... They call it where I grew up. They call it the t- North Alabama is referred to as the Tennessee Valley. Mm. Um, you just have a, 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 a elevation change from here to Alabama, okay. um, and it 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 feels so hot, like so thick, Ugh. like in, a in hug. the summertime. Like we'd have two a days in high school, Oof. which is you'd have one a practice Purple. like nine a.m. Yeah, you have like eight or nine a.m. Um, and then you'd you know get done. Uh, you go eat lunch. You come back for like a two or three o'clock, uh, maybe four. It depended. It really depended on the heat index. Wow. Because like if it was at a certain point, they wouldn't let you go out. It's not safe. No, it's like a hundred and three or something index, and like they don't let you go out. Um, which happened a lot. So we'd have to delay until like five or six o'clock in the summertime. Man, ball is life. Football is life. <laughs> Wait, isn't that Ted Lasso? Yeah. Danny Rojas. Yeah. Football is life. Danny yeah. Rojas, Rojas. Have y'all been watching the new season? I am all caught up, and I am oh. shook. Oh, really? Yeah. So good. I've seen season one. Okay. It was good. Season one, I think, is the season most, is the like, joy-provoking. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Also, think... also, definitely cried a couple times, mm. just, uh, uh, like, like, in a manly way. Uh, <clears throat> like, we cried in a manly way. Um. And just like tearing up just to see him like struggle with like he wanted to put himself out there to his wife like so bad. Like he wanted to fix that situation. Yeah, that's hard. He wanted to like, no, we can work this out. Mm-hmm. And then like. Or just watch the third season. I think it's yeah. kind of antithetic, <laughs> antithetical to the way that I would handle marriage mm-hmm. and like difficulty in marriage, like being a Christian. But mm-hmm. like it, it was like heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. But it was also hilarious and, and pretty wholesome. Yeah. It gets a lot less wholesome. Okay, cool. But, like, I'd say the first two seasons, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, this is a family-friendly show. Season three, no, would not say that. <laughs> I, I've yeah. been very, like, I don't even want to watch this part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd say the first season is definitely the one that is going to be the most just all-impactful to 
anybody who wants to get yeah. into like just a show that's going to be good. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of more football. I feel like in the first yeah. one. Yeah. There's there's scenes. I think kind of goes episode by episode. Now is like some episodes will focus more on it, and then some will kind of take away. Yeah. A bit and focus on other aspects. Um, but all in all, I think it's probably one of my favorite shows. I definitely look forward to watching it. Yeah. It's one of the only shows that I'm like actively like I have to watch it as soon as it comes out. Where a lot of other shows I'm like, oh, this is out. Spend a few days, I'll get around to it. Yeah. That's fair. Um, Aaron, as someone who's been here for almost a year, um, what advice would you give for uh, new people coming into Nashville and West End? Yeah, I definitely say be brave, put yourself out there. It's not fun being the new person, but just start talking to people, make friends. Don't be afraid. I mean, it can be hard for sure, but especially if you have, like, one buddy to do it with, that can mm. be helpful. Like, Tiffany and I were able to do a lot of the meeting people together, which was really nice. But if you don't have that, that's okay. Just find someone nice, start talking to them, you know. Mm. Um, at West End, there's a lot of people. Come talk to me. Come talk to Tiffany. There's literally anyone. Any, a lot. Mm. There's a lot that you can discover if you're willing to just be brave and fight that initial I don't want to go in there I remember yeah. sitting in my car before coming into West End I think Fish and his brother and his sister-in-law mm-hmm. were like playing spike ball and I was like I love spike ball but I can't go out there like this mm-hmm. is so awkward I was like oh I literally called my sister and I was like I can't do it she was like just go in and I was like okay <laughs> and I just went in and I got to meet people and here we are the rest is history yeah. so be brave talk to people you can also talk to me or Kyla yeah or Kayla yeah or Kayla Kayla what's the thing you always say when you're, uh... Kayla wants to be your friend. Yeah. Also, like, if you're, like, just go, if people invite you to stuff, mm-hmm. go for it. If they seem safe and you're not worried about, mm-hmm. you know, your personal safety, like, just, <laughs> even if you don't really want to, you don't really necessarily like the thing mm-hmm. that they're doing, like, just go and yeah. make friends and it's not always about what you want to do and stretch yourself. Yeah. I always have this, um, to people I know that can handle it, I'm like, so you're young, but you're an adult. Yeah. <laughs> You're a young adult, so <laughs> so you can do this. Yeah. You can walk up to someone and introduce yourself and be like, hey, you guys hanging out? <laughs> I'll hang out. Oh, gosh. <laughs> People have clowned on me because I was the one. They, they claimed that as soon as I got there, all of the group chats started. Because I asked oh, Johnson, awesome. I was like, hey, is there like a group chat or something for like events and things? And he was like, no. And then literally like, Within the next couple months, we had all these group chats. Well, I, would say, I thank you for doing that. Yeah, you. I, I specifically remember you were kind of one of the drivers of. I don't know about like I love group me for mm-hmm. communication purposes, but I know that you mentioned that a lot. So I think it's easy. Yeah, it's like, super easy. Anyone yeah. can join. You don't have to pay attention. Turn your notifications off if you don't care. And it's just like if you have some information, you need it, you go look at it. But like. It's not blowing up your phone, and you don't yeah. have to go through like your actual texts of things that care. Yeah. Some people never come back. Yeah. And they still are in the group meeting. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes Daniel wakes up at six a.m. on a random Wednesday <laughs> and, <purchase> group <laughs> and just kicks you out. <laughs> yeah. Not because we don't want you. We just you don't want us. <laughs> I will say there's like a I feel like there's so many new people coming in that there's like. Honestly, a 50-50 chance that the person you talk to, if you just choose a random person, is also going to be relatively new yeah. and not have a ton of friends. Yeah. Like a lot of those people have, like, made friends with each other and yeah. started forming, like, their own groups. Like, we used to have, we were, like, there's maybe, like, two or three groups of, like, people that all hung out together. Now I feel like there's so many. Yeah. 
that kind of happened. You hang out with like ten of them. Yeah, well, that kind of happened where I, you guys brought me into your group, which was so great. But y'all already knew each other for a little while, and then some people who came in Mm -hmm. like right after me, we kind of all clicked, and so now I've got y'all that I get to hang out with. I've got them. Mm -hmm. Those groups merge every now and then too, which is super fun. Yeah, Um, it's a good time. I think the hard thing is like, I sit back as like a parent almost, Mm. and I think about the first. 15 to 20 people that were at Young Adults when yeah. I when I first started. And there's maybe like two or three of them still here. Yeah. And um, Such a transient city. It's a transient city. People, there's a couple that have like, they've gotten married and they've started going to a different church or, uh, yeah, they, they move away. Um, but that happens like yearly. Yeah. You meet people. It's like a teacher they, almost. Yeah, you, you meet people, they come in. And they stick in a group for a while, yeah. Um, and then they're and then they're gone. And right now, I'm like, we have more people than we ever expected to have. And I and I I think I know less people mm-hmm. um, than I would like to. I, like I sat and made a list uh, yesterday of people that I've never like grabbed coffee with or eaten lunch with just to connect with. And it was like eight eight nine people. Yeah. And usually I'm like, as soon as someone comes in, I'm like, hey, let's go get lunch next week. Mm-hmm. And it's just been like so busy lately that I haven't really been able to get to everybody. So uh, it's a good problem to have. But yeah. Um, yeah. I think as long as they're being brought in by someone, that, that matters. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, at least for me personally, there was like that group of new people that are now not so new that I'm like, I still haven't met most of yeah. you guys. That's kind of awkward. And it's like, Hey, what's your name? It's like, yeah, I've seen you so many times. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, they're already established. They've been here for so long. And I'm like, I don't know if they have friends or not, but yeah. I, I have no idea. And then I'm like, do I talk to them or do I talk to like these other new people? And half the time I'll just talk to like the people I already know. Cause I'm like, yeah, I want to see my friends. Right. But like, I also do really want to meet new people. So like if anyone's new and you know what I look like, please talk to me. Like I... I'm like, I need to start making new new friends because, like, I know all of these people already. I spent yeah. way too much time with the same people. It would be nice to branch out and meet new people. Yeah. What? You see a handsome Italian uh, guy? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kyle. That's Kyle. Go talk to yeah. him. Recognize the voice. Just listen for it. Talk to him about creme brulee. Sure. Yeah, he loves creme brulee. Yeah. And art. Spider-Man, Percy Jackson. Art. <laughs> Talk to me about anything as long as like you're passionate about it, I can get into it. But yeah, I feel like there are people who you're trying to talk to them, and they're it's like, yeah, there's not much going on, and you you'll ask like questions that are very like you could also ask me this question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't ask, and them they back. don't. And I'm like, <laughs> I've been walking with you to class for 20 minutes, and I've asked you 10 questions and you've given me one sentence answers yeah it feels like <laughs> i'm drilling you in your either i'm drilling you or like i could just say oh uh, this is like my experience i don't want to be the guy that's like let me just talk about me i'm either slowing down or speeding up yeah that's me i'm like all right i'm done with you but i'm like hey we're going i feel like you're not investing anything into this relationship oh i mean i had a guy come to a party at my house one time and I was trying to talk to him, and he was just not responsive. I'm like, what are you, why are you here? <laughs> like, if you don't want to make friends, like, why are you here? Yeah, that's tough. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes you make it so easy. 
But I do want to meet you guys, so please come talk to us. Yeah. If you listen to the podcast, we'd love to know, because honestly, I don't know who listens to this. Do we have honestly, stats? Seems like no one. <laughs> do we have stats on this one? On there this are, but it's like inconsistent. Okay. I think the last time I checked, it was like 14 like typical listeners like per episode-ish, depending on the episode. That's good. We don't um, want a big head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't... We... Jesus had, what, 12 disciples? We just need yeah. 12. <laughs> Three of them could be this big. <laughs> we need to get a sponsor. <laughs> we do. You, we do. Cold Monday yeah. evening cold brewing. Monday night cold. brewing. Yeah, if anyone has made it this far and uh, can play music and wants to write us a theme song, please do get engaged. That's a way to let us know you're listening and... We'd be happy to use uh, something original and not just some stock music yeah. found online. Also, I will say this: um, I was listening to. I have no. I meant to text you. Mm-hmm. It was another podcast. Okay. <gasps> Cheating on us. Same, <laughs> it, same exact music. Oh, really? Same exact. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> we gotta change it. We can't. We can't be. Can you sing the theme song? It's like I thought that Kyle weird. made up that riff by himself. <laughs> Yeah. Ding, 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 and then in like August, really September, those two kind of merge because the yeah. people that left for a, yeah. a while like come back. Mm-hmm. And the people and, like here we're here just for the summer leave. Well, well, yes, or or or, or the people that have moved yeah. and have kind of come in like we, we've grown a lot every September, that every September sense. and every January we grow. Like, you would think August, but it's mm-hmm. really like people move yeah. here and, and they get settled throughout August. Yeah, and then in September they're like. I need to find a church. Yeah. January, everybody's like, okay, New Year's, yeah, I'm new getting year. back into church. <laughs> and you see people for like two months. Yeah. It's just like at the gym. You see yeah. people for two months and then it's back to the couch. I think it's the ones who make it past those like initial starting points that are the ones that are going to stick around. Yeah. Like you make it through the summer and then you, know, you go through August and you're like, well, this isn't for me. And then you move on. But then the people that stick around past that yeah. are typically the ones that are going to probably be here longer. I just take it personally. I'm like, you should. They you heard me. me. You heard me three times. <laughs> I've never seen you again. <laughs> You're like, you should be asking me to get coffee. Like, why am I asking you for it? <laughs> oh gosh. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Pastor Bourgeois is coming in. I promise. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The summertime's fun. I, I'm I'm super excited about summertime. I love um, summer. It just feels like everything slows down a little bit. You get time to do sports. Sports. Yeah. Oh, sports. Yeah. Sports. Everybody's like super active. Yeah. Aaron, how do you stay active? Mm, big volleyball girl. Okay. I love volleyball. Played pretty much every Wednesday night in Franklin last summer. I was there. Yeah, you were. Yeah. With your net and everything. Please come play if you like volleyball. Let us know. It we'll put you in that group chat. <laughs> happening again. Yeah, we will put you in that group chat. There's only 200 people in that <laughs> yeah. group chat. You can get to know. Uh, well, Jordan might not be there, but um, I don't know if anyone from our group still goes because it is quite far. But definitely worth going to if you have free time and you like to play. Yeah. Definitely a great group of people down there. Um, but yeah, 
would recommend. Yeah, Franklin doesn't seem like it's that far, especially from where we live. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like you can get there pretty quick. But every time I go to Franklin, I'm like, this is a lot longer yeah. than I thought it was. <laughs> it says 20 minutes, but somehow I'm out here. Yeah. Damn, yeah. you have 20 minutes. How do you stay active in those 20 minutes? Garage gym. Garage gym. Wow, yes. what a bro. Do you ever invite dudes to come to the gym? That could be a ministry. Okay. It's not big enough. One-on-one workout time. <laughs> yeah, I'll just sit in the corner and watch you and yell at you. I have a, I have a whip. Personal, tra- <laughs> Personal trainer. You just need a whistle. That's all you need. Yeah, you could be the broadcast. Just... Disclaimer, I don't actually have a whip. Okay, yeah. You don't need a whistle either. You could just yell whistle. Whistle? Whistle? I do I have <laughs> three whistles in the garage right now. That's because you were I mean, a you're football a coach, coach yeah. right? Yeah, I cleaned out my car recently. Well, when I totaled my car. Um, <laughs> a lot of car accidents in this group, I've noticed. That was not my fault. It wasn't Aaron's fault either. It wasn't my fault. Yeah, okay, exactly. So I have a, a box in the garage of things I had cleaned out of my car from when it was totaled. And there was like three whistles and also like two or three other lanyards oh. that didn't have whistles on them but should have. I'm like, where did these go? That's... But no, 20 minutes active. Um, I've been working out a lot recently, actually. Um, I in can a, tell. <laughs> shut up. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, keep going. Seriously. Um, no, I, I've been working out a lot recently, but it's not like um, when I was single and before I had kids. Um, and also when I was teaching high school and, and coaching football, um, usually you have like seventh period off. You can run down to the weight room and kind of like crush a workout real quick. Um when I'm going to the gym, it's like I'm, I'm working out for an hour. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I, I like time is money. Yeah. I got to get like twenty to thirty minute workouts. So when I get home from work, I run a mile, and immediately go into my garage, and do some combination of a compound lift, which mm-hmm. is power clean, squat, front squat. Um, um, it might be like a snatch, back squat, front squat, whatever. Like deadlift, uh, and, and I set the timer for 20 minutes, and I'll do 10 reps, and at the top of every minute, or I'll do as many reps as I can, but I usually stop at 10. At the top of every minute, I have to do like five burpees, Ugh. and I just do it for 20 minutes. Sounds wow. horrible. Yeah. That's my workout. Wow. That's how I stay active. Good work, right? Yeah. And, and right now, it's just been gardening, mm-hmm. like, daily, outside. Yeah. Yeah. How do you stay active? I have actually been doing this uh, thousand push-up challenge with one of my coworkers, and essentially, you—it's eight weeks of like, you do a certain amount of push-ups uh, a day, and then on your last, the ninth week, which is one day, you do a thousand. What? Um, yeah, we That's are up impossible. to one fifty a day. You can um, do one hundred and fifty push-ups a day. Yeah, I mean, just do three sets of fifty right this now. Horrible. Um, will I be able to do? 20 sets of 50? Cannot say. But, uh, it, I, I feel like I've, I was hitting, like, 70, or 65 to 70 push-ups in a row, and I think just, like, because you have to do it every day, yeah. I just, like, haven't had, like, much chance to rest. Yeah. So I'm, like, I was, like, maybe I'll do 10 sets of 100 if I can build up to it. I'm, like, I don't know if I'll be able to build up to it. So I'm, like, I think I'll stick with 20 sets of 50 for That's now. That's That's awesome. But uh, other than that, been running a bit. I've just been getting nicer. Um, uh, I've been—I wouldn't say I've been playing soccer. I'm on the team. Okay. 
It's uh, the first step. Yeah. Sometimes I'm, the best thing you can do is show up. Yeah, I'm a sub-sub, which essentially is like, if there's a bunch of people who can't make it, and then a bunch of those other people who are there don't feel like playing, I'll sub in. <laughs> okay. Sounds about... Sounds so you about show up to sit on the bench if somebody can't make it. Yeah, otherwise... And then if one of those people that are, like, in the game get tired... Yeah, or they have to leave. Okay. Um, Makes sense. I mean, I'd be down to play. I just uh, didn't have health insurance for a bit, and was like, I do not want to get injured. Um, That's wise. And now I do, and I'm like, all right. Let's go for it. Let's, yeah. Hit it with your best shot. So, um, and that volleyball season is coming back, so looking forward to getting back into that. Oh, yeah. 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 I miss playing sports, like competitive yeah. sports. Um, you got to start a competitive, like, anything. Uh, <laughs> West End Young Adult uh, Olympics. We yes, should do that. Spike ball, can jams. Oh, yeah. So I'll tell you that what I've wanted weird. to do for three years is, do you guys, have you guys seen the field at the back yeah. of our parking lot? Yeah. I want to have an ultimate frisbee tournament. Okay. Oh, at high so school? Down. Oh, my gosh. Yes. We played every week in college. Really? And, yeah. I tried to get a team together like last year, and then we just could not get the numbers for it. But, oh, I'm so down to play. My so high school didn't I'm, have football, and that was our homecoming, mm. was the Phoenix Bowl. And are we you played serious? Ultimate, and it was like a big deal if you made it mm. onto the team. I was on the team every, you mm. know, every year, <laughs> whatever. But <laughs> it was a lot of fun. The whole town shut down, came out and watched you guys. The whole town, no. It was literally <laughs> just our 450-person high school. Awesome. The boys would, like, paint their bodies, yeah. you know. It was, it was lit. I never played Ultimate Frisbee until I moved to Tuscaloosa. Did not go to the University of Alabama. Long <laughs> story, tell you later. Um, but I, I lived there, and we would go to the quad every day it's so fun. and try to play Ultimate Frisbee. It's so fun. It's fun with the right people. Yeah. That's fair. Well, I, I guess it depends on what stage of life you're in, uh, <laughs> like what determines who the right people are. Because at that point in my life, it was like 22, 23 and just uber competitive people yeah. that yeah. just like get mad at each other and yell. I may have been one of those that people. Fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. I miss the feeling of competition. I would just yeah. love to have a full Saturday where we have like a huge <clears throat> grill like with field, like hot dogs day? and hamburgers yeah. and just ultimate frisbee mm-hmm. tournament. That would be awesome. So down. Okay. Yeah. I don't, is the is the West End the the that demographic though? Is my I question. think it could be. I think if you. Because I feel like a lot of people will show up, and a lot of people would probably play for at least a little bit. Um, I don't think everyone knows how to play, too, so we'd have to... Yeah. Well, the dodgeball tournament... That was so fun. Did, did you guys both go? We both oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we were on okay. the same team. Kevin Sittman. Yeah. So y'all we were all white. We some 12-year-olds. <laughs> did y'all really? Yes. <laughs> Somebody told me that the, the girls' seventh grade team... Fun. The Spice Girls were the pretty Spice good. Girls. I don't think they were the seventh graders, but they were pretty good. Okay, I heard the Spice Girls were legit awesome. Yeah, I was impressed yeah. by them. Okay, there were some good teams of like I feel like a lot of the younger people. I feel like it's probably that in like gym class you're doing that kind of stuff more frequently. Yes, because like our first game we got wiped out. Yeah, um, I think once we kind of like we're like all right now we know what to expect. Aaron like, left. Yeah, we. <laughs> well, you were for there for a second game that we won. No. No? I had to go get Karina from the airport. Wait, did y'all lose the first game? Yeah. Uh, but it was, double, it was double elimination. Yeah. That's so, tough. We won we the second the first one. Game. Yeah. And then we lost the third one against, I think it was Guy Weck. Okay. Yeah. But the NBA boys won, I guess. Yeah. I don't think it was double elimination last year. 
It might have been. Kyle Lira, when he was explaining it to me, said it was, but maybe oh, he was okay, just okay. talking about the new rules. Maybe. I don't know. But okay. that was a good idea. That way, like, you didn't get to play for literally 30... Se- we waited only yeah. an hour we, just to play yeah. for 30 seconds. So I was like, mm-hmm. it was good that it was double elimination. Yeah. But that but, was a lot of fun. So I've been talking to... I don't want to say who. Uh, a couple of different other, like, young adult ministries around town. Okay. On trying to start um, like, collaborating. Oh, like an intramural, like we play each other? No, or just like no, 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 Just no, no, in general? No, no. It, because it had, that could be lit. <laughs> so my conversations had nothing to do with sports. Oh, but. Darn. But um, it had more to do with like events, and it had more to do with um, the leaders getting together and talking about That's what are you idea. seeing in the lives of young adults, what like messages, uh, what do they need, mm. and, and potentially putting together something for like all of Nashville and maybe conference wow. stuff. And stuff. That would be really cool. But I don't know why. I shouldn't have said that on the podcast. Cut that, cut that. We will um, cut that if you want. But I, I've been talking with some other young adults groups about just doing things together, like um, yeah. events, late day maybe, like like putting together other things that we can just like get Christian young people around each other because we, we're doing good. Yeah. Um, some other churches are doing good, but some other churches are like, man, we, we have young people here, but like we just, yeah. we can't even right. talk to them really. Like mm-hmm. they just don't want to do anything. So I've heard that from some people yeah. like, there's just no ministry here at our church, and so it's tough for them. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a great idea. Sounds like we got a nice summer coming up. Did you play? Did you play? We're talking about sports. Did you play sports or anything in high school? What was your extracurricular stuff in high school? I did a lot. Um, I, ma- I mainly did track and cross country, sports wise. Okay. Um, I mean, I played pretty much everything at one point or another growing up. Okay. Played soccer for five years, baseball for two, lacrosse for a season. That was the worst. There was a blizzard the first game I played. I was like, why are we still out here? <laughs> um, and then I did uh, yeah, <laughs> La ref volleyball in college a lot. Um, ultimate frisbee all the time. Um, ask me about pretty much any sport except football, and I probably yeah. played it once. I can't believe that lacrosse is not bigger down here mm-hmm. because of just – Kind of the physicality and, yeah. and the athleticism that's required. I mean, I guess it's probably because football and baseball are so big. Mm-hmm. Like, who and, would play? <laughs> and it's like, football's the fall, baseball's yeah. the spring, and all summer, and sometimes all fall. And yeah. But I love lacrosse. I feel like a lot of people I know who played growing up, like, their parents played. Like, yeah, yeah. And I think that's probably the same for, like, football, baseball, is, like, your parents introduced oh, you yeah. to the sport. yeah. And also, it's just culturally. Like, when I was growing up, it was like, you played baseball. Every single year, you played baseball. Um, if you and your friends were playing after school, you know, you're playing in the, the cul-de-sac, you're playing baseball, like tennis ball, baseball, mm-hmm. we used to play all the time. Um, or we would play, um, like, football. It was just backyard football or tennis ball, baseball in the cul-de-sac. And uh, that's just what you did. And, like, if you wanted to be friends with the other yeah. eight Play outside. 15 yeah. kids in the neighborhood, you went and played baseball or football and you just figured it out. Yeah. So I guess that's it. But maybe over the last two, three years, um, there was one of the past youth directors at West End played lacrosse at Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. And we would um, talk about it all the time. He would show me highlights and clips. He was like, cool. he'd be like, get on ESPN, watch, um, watch, go back and watch like uh, Virginia versus Duke. 
Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Yeah. So now, like, every Saturday, I'll try to turn on, like, a wow. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. And you very little really dollar cost. I, I, I don't know all the rules. I'm like, why are they doing that? Why don't they just go and do that? But, you know, I'm like, why wouldn't they just, like, murder that guy? Why wouldn't they just <laughs> tackle him? You would like rugby. Yeah. Yeah. I would like rugby. <clears throat> yeah. So what other sports have you played there? I know you mentioned volleyball. Yeah, so my high school didn't have sports, really. We were more of a music college prep, so um, you had to be in a performing group, so you were in your performing group till three, four, or five every day or every other day. So there just literally was not time for a sport because it would start after five and you had to take AP and dual enrollment. So it was like, yeah. when would you do your homework? I don't know. That just wasn't the focus, which I think is a bummer because I think it would have been a lot of fun. I really love sports and athletics, but definitely was very like, okay, here we go, academics. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I was a gymnast growing up and so I still love that. Um, and finally got my back handspring back my senior year of college and just asked me to do back handspring too. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe right not in your house. Okay. Um, but sports, yeah, no, pickleball was like um, mm. a new thing for me this upcoming, this past year. I mean, West End definitely was the ones that got me oh, into it. Big. Pickleball was fun, but spike ball was my thing. My yeah. senior year of college, love spike ball, really love basketball, not very good at it pretty trash at offense just super aggressive person in general so like my defense is decent mm. but <laughs> um that's definitely my favorite sport to watch live but yeah definitely volleyball is the biggest one that i played mm. in college the most that's awesome yeah yeah i think as far as i think of i know that this is wrong listener <laughs> um but i think of i think of volleyball as like primarily a, 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 a woman's yeah. sport uh, my mom played it at Auburn, oh, cool. um, and she coached volleyball for a number of years. And I think of it as like that's a sport. If Hadley or Hutton is yeah. in the sports, I want them to play volleyball because yeah. I really enjoy it. And I feel it's like there's so less fun. injuries too than soccer. Soccer, mm-hmm. you will have a torn ACL oh, by the yeah. end of the season. Yeah, Taylor tore her ACL twice. Yeah. She like she played soccer in high school, so very much yeah. aggressive. But, but I don't mind soccer. Crazy. Hadley's playing soccer right now. Every every Saturday she oh, plays sweet. soccer and it's a lot of fun and she really loves it. Mm-hmm. She has not liked she didn't like T ball last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She I mean basketball is like you can't even get the ball into the basket until you're like seven years old. Yeah, so. your arms are too weak. Yeah. Yeah. So soccer's really fun. Yeah, that's fair. Well, don't let the basketball thing die for her. Bring that up again. Yeah, I'm gonna just go with volleyball or uh, volleyball or uh, soccer. I've been to a lot of middle school basketball games, and they're the most Brutal. boring thing. <laughs> oh, my parents had to do it for like. Four if years. a game ends with the score being seven to four, <laughs> but volleyball people can be pretty bad at volleyball. Yeah, when that's they're little. true. If you can't keep a rally, I'm like, why yeah. are we here? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh man, I mean, my parents. I think the most interesting thing that ever happened at one of our basketball games is my brother's coach was a very like aggressive and outspoken guy, and he got like a technical foul. It was. Very uppity, and I was like, "Damn, basketball can be so fun." <laughs> I love basketball. Yeah, I was never good at basketball. I was, I hung it up after eighth grade. Yeah, That's I was fair. never good, and somehow I was on the winning team for two of my four years when I played. Yeah, awesome. it was like middle school. I was a post player, mm. and then in high school, if you weren't at least six five or six six, there was no spot for you. There was no spot for oh, you. Oh yeah. 
And also, like us football and baseball, it's like I don't want to play three sports. Yeah. Yeah, it's too hard. Yeah. And wasn't good enough. Yeah. So there's that. So hard. I know who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Good enough. Great. So we're like, uh, we're like three weeks past. Yeah. But um, when we had when we had put this episode together, we had talked about um, talking about Earth Day. Mm-hmm. Um, fun story. I saw a Snoop Dogg in concert one time. On Earth Day? No. Oh. Um, but <laughs> Just Earth, once. But Earth Day. I'm I'm gonna bring it back. <laughs> Earth Day is 4:20. Um, is it? Isn't it? No, I don't think so. Is Earth Day not on April 20th? I don't no. know. That's that would be a, a funny coincidence. Well, Hitler's birthday is on April 20th. What? Yep. Burn it to the ground. You look up famous birthdays on April 20th. Wow, okay. It, it was fake. the 22nd in 2020, so it's not always 420. I am, yeah. I am way... It could be some days, I'm sure. Okay, scrap this. <laughs> my, story, my story does not matter. Okay. Yeah, I would love to hear it still. Okay, I was gonna say <laughs> that Earth Earth Day is on four twenty, which reminds me of a time that I saw Snoop Dogg mm. at a festival, and he was supposed to come on at four, and he waited twenty minutes so that he could come out at four twenty, and he came out and, and on this like bicycle yeah. that looked like a chopper, mm. uh, and he's like, "Sorry, y'all, <laughs> I had to wait." Cause it's four twenty, <laughs> and he had this massive, massive blunt in his hand. Gosh, just like it, it, yeah. this was like two thousand eight. <laughs> and it was all on Earth Day. He didn't just publicly smoke marijuana like you do now. Yeah, like you do now. He was just like like you do. For shizzle my nizzle, <laughs> I'm about to get hizzle. <laughs> okay, off all this right, blizzle. <laughs> Cut the whole thing. Daniel doing impressions is never that was that actually entertaining. Cut the whole thing. Daniel, let me cut or like. Oh, we're good. We're good. Edit this out. Uh, producer uh, Ben in the back. Edit this out. <laughs> Listener, you'll never hear this. Dang it. But uh, yeah, Earth Day. Is that something uh, either of y'all have ever really celebrated? Uh, I would say it was big for me when I was uh, in my early 20s and I was kind of hippie. And so I remember specifically, uh, I lived in Tuscaloosa for about two and a half years. And they would have kind of like an Earth Day festival type thing there. Uh, We'd always go up there. There was a local band that I thought was awesome that I'm sure was not very good um, that that would always play. Outdoors for like Earth Day or Earth Fest or something like that. You know, everybody has their chacos and their their visors and their <laughs> short, short, short shorts and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that was about it. Fair. Yeah. No. These days, every day to me is Earth Day. Mm, Love you, Earth. Yeah. Yeah, we mainly just did like science projects and we stayed in the classroom and then you go home and. When the Lorax came out, me and my friends were like, Earth Day is a great excuse to rewatch this movie. I've seen the Lorax no less than 20 times in the last two months. Really? We just discovered that movie. (laughs) I had no idea it even existed. I've seen it one time, but that Let It Die song gets stuck in my head periodically. (laughs) We went 
to see it in the theater with yeah. our parents, um, and then me and my friends loved it so much, we were like, we're old enough to go by ourselves, because my parents were not going back. <laughs> so we went, we, they dropped us off and said, have fun. How old were you? Because so, I have no idea when this movie even came out. I think I was in like seventh grade, so I would have been like hmm. 12, okay. 13. 2012. Yeah. Good. That's awesome. But, yeah. Well, I discovered it in <laughs> 2023. Yes, you did. On Earth Day. It's actually a good movie. I it like is, it. yeah. I like it a lot. I guess I need to watch it again. I don't remember yeah. it being yeah. that spectacular. So I would say like... I've Ta- Taylor Swift is in it. For all of you people going to that concert this weekend. Mm. Oh, yeah. All, all the Swifties in the house. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Aaron, Swiftie? No. I really sense. like some of her music, but yeah. I haven't okay. listened to any of her new stuff. I'm kind of... Fair enough. Kind Kyle? of over her. Nope. Could nope. name two songs, maybe? Oh, gosh. I'll say this. I'll put Paulson on blast. <laughs> he loves it. That was so fun. Last year, when... I, I guess, like, Spotify will tell you, like, your top five or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, of the year. And I remember him posting it on Instagram, and it was like number two or three That's for him. Awesome. I, I almost deleted his number from my phone. <laughs> Paulson, we almost stopped being friends. Okay, but when he was talking at worship night that one, and he said, as yeah. a modern prophet once said, it's me, hi, I'm it's the problem, me. it's hi, me. Problem, it's I me. lost it. Yeah, that was great. I was like, you're so right. Really I am the problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I will say this. I think about... Um, Earth Day all the time now as a Christian because like so Tolkien I'm a huge Tolkien Mm -hmm. fan he was like such an environmentalist before environmentalism was like super political Mm -hmm. and it was still like in the Christian zeitgeist of like no we've been given this like creation mandate a dominion Mm -hmm. mandate to like take care of like what God Mm -hmm. created Um, it seems like these days Christians have more or less abdicated that responsibility and it's almost there's like a in my so I'm older than you guys obviously Um, in my lifetime it has seemed like Christians have had a mindset of um, this is a sinking ship and we're getting Mm. rescued Mm -hmm. at some point anyway Mm. so eat drink and be merry for Jesus is coming back at some point that we don't know about Mm. Um, and so they don't take care of the earth Uh, and also I think that there's a, a political agenda that has said, well, we can, we can like, there's a way in the door here because nobody's talking about this. And so then like, especially in the South where most people are conservative, it's more of a liberal kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think then you have Christians pushing back against environmentalism. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Francis Schaefer, who I love, mm-hmm. And, and Tolkien and Lewis, like C.S. Lewis, did so much writing on, like, the dangers of industrialization. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, it's it's crazy to think about how, as Christians, we wouldn't at least appreciate what God's created and yeah. given us and said have dominion right. over it, like, take care of this. Mm-hmm. Right. So, anyways, I'll get off the soapbox. Yeah, I mean, I feel like sometimes... There's a view that, like, it's all flawed anyways, so why care? Yeah. Because, like, we've just gone so far into just ruining things that, like, it's too hard to, like, try to care. And I think, personally for me, like, a uh, recent story, I was driving back uh, late, late at night. It was probably, like, 11 p.m. or something. And as I'm 
passing there's like a random just trash bag like big trash bag yeah that just sitting in the road and i imagine it probably just fell off like the truck that comes around and collects yeah. all the trash and i drove past it and i was like oh, like the compactors the other direction like i don't want to have to deal with this like it's really not my problem <laughs> and then i thought about it for a minute i was like well no one else is gonna do this and odds are some animals are gonna come over come over yeah. with this yeah thing. so i turned around I got out of my car, another car was passing me, and they saw me throwing this trash bag in the back of my car, uh, and I drove up to the compactor and talked to it, and I was like, alright, it's done. It's done. It's done. We did it. Yeah. But, like, there is a level to which, like, we overthink just how hard it is to impact globally, that yeah. we forget what it's like to impact on a smaller scale. Yeah. Well, I think, too, like, it's a luxury that we have in America to not have to think about environmentalism. Um, but I think about like Bangladesh is literally like being flooded because of global warming and like, mm-hmm. because we're not there and we don't see it and we don't deal with it. And not many people that I know, know people in Bangladesh, we don't mm-hmm. care, which is just not like, be- because it's not affecting us yet. We just don't have the kind of urgency to start doing something about it, yeah. which I think is convicting. Um, but it's yeah. also, we don't have a, so this is something I've been saying a lot recently to my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make decisions that have 40,000 year impact. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of Christians don't think like I've told, I said this in a podcast recently, there was a, um, there's a song by Wilco and they, and the line is, come on children, you're acting like children. Every generation thinks it's the end of the world. Yeah. And every generation thinks Jesus is coming back tomorrow. Yeah. So like. I'm going to save my money for yeah. my retirement. I'm going right. to, you know, I'm, I'm going to drive whatever I want to. Or, and, and I think that some of the stuff is just political posturing and positioning. Mm-hmm. I, I do. Um, but it's the same way. It's like, how do you change America? Like, how do we, how do we get America not back to its prime, but yeah. into, into like, a society that would glorify God by the way it lives. Well, it starts at home and it starts in our spheres of influence that we have. Cause like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna preach to millions of people, probably never even thousands of people, mm. but there's like 60, 70 people that I get to talk to. I can teach my daughter. Effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can teach my daughter how to do it. When I was young, I, we were driving down the road. I chugged a Gatorade. I'm in the back seat with my best friend. Uh, the windows are down. My dad's driving, and I tried to make. I, I threw it out the window. I threw the Gatorade bottle out the window, trying to make it in like the gutter, mm-hmm. um, and I missed. And my dad slammed on the brakes, and and like it was one of the times that he's ever been the maddest at me. Mm. And he was like, threw it in reverse, and he was like, "Go pick that up." Wow. And it's impacted me profoundly. I don't think I've ever littered since that day. Yeah. Like like uh, like a straw wrapper yeah. like flies out my window, and I'm like, God, please forgive me. Yeah. <laughs> and then like something like that is like yeah. profoundly impactful to me. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you see like the Pacific Ocean has a floating island of yeah. trash. It's horrible. You're just like, how did we get here? Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. It's terrible. But also another thing about Earth Day is like it's cool. I was talking to my sister about this the other day, just like. 
the earth is just such a reflection of yeah general revelation but also just like common grace like mm -hmm. i think about how it doesn't matter yeah. what religion you are what political view you have like so many people can appreciate the earth and love it and are just like in awe of whether whatever climate mm -hmm. you prefer it's just like the lord has been so gracious to give us something this cool yeah, yeah. like that's such a blessing and i feel like we often at least i do i become desensitized to man-made things hmm. like the first time you see this is an architect the, yeah the first time you see the empire state building you're like, wow this is cool i should take a picture and then every time after that you're like yeah i've seen this yeah but like nature you talk to anybody anytime you yeah. see a sunset you're like i have to take yeah <laughs> you're like that's amazing yeah a sunset never gets old yeah like nature never gets old yeah um, never and i think we're we try to focus on the things that are like seem the closest to us mm. um and we, we tend to not think about nature because i feel like today we're just so distant from it yeah as we industrialize in a way of speaking like like right now i'm living out kind of we're kind of in the middle of the woods yeah but like how much access do you really have to that not a ton and then you head into nashville and you have even less yeah and you see there's construction everywhere and you're getting less and less nature yeah yeah um destroying it all but and people just live on top of each other, on top of each other, on top of each other, more and more. Do we need to you, do a little Walden Pond, Henry David Thoreau? Oh, yeah, definitely. get away? Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll say this. Um, we, on, tu on Tuesday, as a staff, um, the oh. first Tuesday of each month, we have uh, an all-staff meeting. Um, and we did this silent retreat. And it was like, we said, a retreat. It was two hours. Mm. Mm. It was the best thing I've done in forever. Mm. Um, now, I, I say forever. I'm a hunter, so part of what I love about deer hunting is not the bang-bang killing. Mm -hmm. It's it's being in nature for hours. Mm -hmm. Quiet, still, observing. Yeah. Like a bird comes and lands on the tree right beside you, a raccoon, armadillo, uh, one one time, the coolest thing that's ever happened to me when I was hunting, I was hunting on the side, um, on this on this draw. Uh, there, there's a creek in the bottom, and I can see the whole creek bottom. It's a small creek, um, and an, and an owl Whoa. flies down. There's like a fallen tree that's 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 the the tree is over the creek, and so the owl lands on the the fallen down tree, and for like an hour. It's jumping down in the creek and like bathing itself. So it'll jump down in the creek, hop back up on the tree, and like kind of like you know pick at itself and bathe itself. And I just have my binoculars out and I'm just staring at it the whole time. That's cool. Yeah. And that kind of stuff really makes you appreciate nature. And it's like, why would I throw this cocaine out the window? Mm -hmm. Like, and and then I just feel my dad slamming the brakes on. But it, that kind of stuff, getting away, getting out in nature. Um, it's good for your soul. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Not to put amazing. you on the spot, but how does being a hunter relate to like your love for the earth? Well, I mean, it it helps me to appreciate the earth yeah. more. I think. I mean, God made the earth for mankind, right, right, for His glory for mankind, and He put mankind as the pinnacle of creation. Yeah. Um, and that can seem really um, arrogant to say, mm. but the, the Lord says it in His Word in, yeah. in Genesis one twenty eight. He, he gives 
dominion to mankind. Yeah. He says to subdue the earth and, and, and to take care of it, right. to take care of the earth. Um, but he also gives all plant life, all animal life, yeah. um, all vegetation to man for man's own good. Mm. Yeah. And so I kill animals. Yeah. And at least in the last 10 to 15 years, I've eaten everything I've killed. Yeah. Um, and I don't kill in excess. Like, yeah. Uh, when, I, when I was young, I would go hunting with some people uh, that it, it really impacted me in, well, it helped me to be like, I don't want to be that way. Mm. Uh, they would just shoot anything they saw in the woods. It gotcha. might be a very young deer or, um, and I just can't ever do that. Uh, yeah. I, I made a mistake when I was young um, and, and, and took an animal uh, that had uh, younglings with it. Mm. And um, the younglings stuck around mm. and uh, were like, What's, why is mom asleep? And it impacted me. I was probably like 16. Like, I'll never do that again. <laughs> I'm like, God, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I wanted to adopt these, these deer. baby deer. <laughs> oh. uh, but um, no, I, I think that that helps me appreciate it more. Yeah. You see um, um, the cycle of nature. Mm. Uh, we have cameras out in the woods, and you get to watch these deer mature, yeah. and, and you see how they operate. Yeah. Um, so it's out of like an appreciation, and yeah. there's a balance. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, we all eat hamburgers. Oh like, yeah. You know, well, so, hamburgers I mean, breeding those cows like nobody's business. And <laughs> I was about like to say, this. like, a deer that I take from the wild right. has gotten to actually yeah. live. Yeah. You know, versus a, a cow who's raised in and never gets to move yeah. past you know certain. That's point, like so. almost more inhumane. Yeah. Well, side yeah. note: they're making genetically engineered meat that's just like grown in a lab. Kind yeah, of terrifying. I'll, I'll never eat like, that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's meat. It is. It's I'll never straight eat up it. like they're just growing muscles. Of, it's my silent protest. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's it it's could be something that could go really well or really poorly. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what happens. Because like essentially, you're just growing the same thing just without having something being alive. Yeah. No, I, no, I, I know. I've seen all that stuff. Seems too. wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been like I, I'm like slow to speak on stuff like that because. The, the kind of like redneck in me wants to be like, I ain't eating a Bill Gates, you know, T-bone or whatever, uh, grown in a lab, you know. But but also, like, is that actually wrong? Like, does the Lord explicitly say in his word that, like, right. science can't be used for yeah. man's good? You know, so. so. Which it definitely already has. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, you, you, we had this, like, faith life section in, in our um uh, show notes and, and so it ties in well to this I, I wrote down a quote from Francis Schaeffer and it, it goes well with this it says um, fallen man has dominion over nature but he uses it wrongly mm-hmm. the Christian is called upon to exhibit this dominion but to exhibit it rightly mm-hmm. treating the thing um, as if it has value in itself mm-hmm. yeah. exercising dominion without being destructive and so I think, like, the problem that I have with environmentalism is legislation. Mm. Um, there's, I, I don't trust anyone mm. in the government, if you're listening. Um, I, know. I know some of them, but I don't trust them. I don't trust a lot of people at the higher levels. Mm. I, I just have a, a, a skeptic, cynical view. And um, 
I, I don't think that they've ever actually done anything good for the environment. And I don't think the things that they want to do right now are going to be good for the environment. I think it'll be good for their constituency and their voters and their pockets. But but if we all took that that approach of taking dominion in a non-destructive way. Mm-hmm. So that, that goes into hunting. Like, yeah. um, take what you need. Yeah. Don't take in excess. Like, yeah. even God says, like, why would you store up your barn yeah. for years and years and years and years and years to come? Um, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's idiotic. Don't, don't do that. Yeah, I feel like yeah. we often treat it the same way we treat, like, most gifts you're going to be given for your birthday when you're super young. Yeah. Your parents don't care what happens to it. Like, they've just given you this, or, like, this is just to keep you entertained and yeah. to make sure that you just enjoy it while it lasts. But, like, we have to treat the earth as more something that was valuable to the person who has given it to us. Yeah. It's like, this needs to be maintained. Like, my parents, uh, my mom would always tell this story of, like, this rabbit she had growing up that she loved, and she gave it to my sister. She's like, I really want her to love bunnies Aww. as much as I do. <laughs> my sister hated this thing. <laughs> she left it everywhere she could. It, it, she, oh, my mom always had to run back in the grocery store and find it again. The bunny? Yeah. In a grocery store. Because my sister would have it in the car and she would just leave it on the shelf. Oh my gosh. And my mom, <laughs> and one day she lost it. But there's a degree to where like, we have been given a responsibility and not just an entertainment. Yeah. And we have to yeah. learn how to treat that with the respect that it needs because we are held to a higher standard. Like, we consider ourselves the uh, human is God's pinnacle of creation. Yeah. But there's a responsibility that comes with it, yeah. not an entitlement. And I right, think, too, 100%. like, creation was still good before humans came mm-hmm. along. It was very yeah. good once we were made, which yeah. is, like, one reason why we're the pinnacle, but it's because we're made in the image of God. Anyway, point is, like, I think God takes delight in his creation. His he physical does. creation as yeah. well as his, like, humans. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think I forget that, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, God just gave me this. I get to do whatever I want with it. Mm. Be good, but, like, whatever. It's about me. It's like, no, yeah. like, this is something that he made to delight yeah. in himself as well. Yeah, Which is why we're going to live in a physical heaven. A physical heaven. A new earth. Yeah. Like, not a middle like, earth. <laughs> not a middle earth. Well, that, Hobbit. <laughs> that, that might be... Daniel's Tolkien like, please, might have some... That might be Edenic. To me. <laughs> um... No, and, and I think you mentioned this earlier, Aaron, of, like, uh, general revelation, mm-hmm. that aspect of theology that, like, Romans 1 says, like, everybody knows God exists because you can see mm-hmm. creation. Like, creation tells you that God exists. Yeah. Um, that is God's, I heard, I heard a pastor say one time that creation was God's first Bible. Mm. So, like, if you, if you think of it in that way, it's like, it's how God speaks to everyone that he's ever created is, is through creation. Right. And we look at it and we see like, like uh, Psalm 24, one is like the, the earth is the Lord's and everything something therein or something the fullness like that. Thereof or something and like that. the fullness thereof. Yeah. Everything inside of it is the earth is the Lord's. Yeah. I'm the Lord's. Yeah. And the Lord has given me something and he said, Hey, this thing that I gave you is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, take care of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Changes your perspective for sure. Like he does that with my kids. He says, yeah. I'm giving you these kids. They're not yours. They're actually my children. Right. Mm. Take care of them. And I say, yes, Father, I'll do my best. Mm-hmm. And then we just don't do that with the earth. Yeah. Mm. Stupid. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Great. Well, it's been an hour and 20 minutes. 
Yeah. We have not gotten to our game. I don't know if you just want to... Oh, there's a game? <laughs> it's more of just a bunch of would-you-rathers. We don't need to get to it if we don't feel we want to spend a ton of more time. Unless you guys have to get going soon. Do we need to go to sleep here in a moment? Taylor asked me to pick up a $5 gift card from Kroger. I said, Kroger closed at 10 o'clock. Oh, shoot. Kroger's 24-7 over here. Really? This one over here is? Yep. Okay. I did not yes. know that. Yeah. It's Teacher Appreciation Day tomorrow, so. $5. Well, the class mom, like, <laughs> oh. asked everybody to bring a $5 gift card. <laughs> okay. I, I texted Taylor, I was Super like, $5 <laughs> to Target won't get her anything. Yeah. <laughs> get you one set of earrings. Thanks for nothing is what we just said. <laughs> teachers for pretty hard like it's such a yeah. valiant mm-hmm. i thought classes were over in like school yeah like this is probably their last elementary school, school? they go through well, no, no, like, May. Like, over. like college is over yeah. like elementary school is like okay. two more weeks oh wow yeah we're back okay. all right yeah. maybe we could just sign off yeah um well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Aaron, thank you for coming on. Thanks the for having me. Thanks for being so flexible. So long. One of the best episodes that we've ever had. Possibly. I mean, is it because like we're in... Top nine episodes? Yeah, top, top ten, I guess. Yeah, was this the tenth episode? Yeah, tenth Milestone. Milestone. Woo! We did it. But, uh, yeah, we should probably log off soon, because I know Carolina will get mad if we pass the longest episode ever. Yeah, and then we'll have to have her back on, yeah. and I don't want to have to keep going... Longer yeah, and longer past. and longer. Yeah, we, we just we can't have the Josh situation again. No. No. Alright, see you guys. Love Thanks. y'all. Bye. Down 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 down